I'm going to pass over to Shah now. Evening, everyone. I was the uh, I was the one guy who actually never even responded to the email from Andrew, so I don't even know how I got up here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm really excited to be speaking to you all. I, I trust that God will use my words to impact your hearts. It's only Him who can use human words to change our lives. So, just trusting in God for His power. Um, Andrew's just spoken to us on the grace that we have to serve. Uh, I'm going to carry on from where he left off after verse 10. I'm going to do the first half of verse 11. I'm just going to read the entire passage out to you again. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks is one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves is one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Just the first half of verse 11 again. Whoever speaks is one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves is the one who serves by the strength that God supplies. Peter has just encouraged his readers to steward their gifts appropriately, but he doesn't just say, steward your gifts. He goes further than that. He, he tells them how they should be stewarding their gifts. He says, steward your gifts with power. I understand the irony is not lost on me that um, I'm speaking on uh, speaking the oracles of God, so um, I trust that God will use my words powerfully. Um, but he speaks, about, he speaks about service in a powerful way. And speaking, whether you are serving, moving chairs around, you are going to be speaking to someone. Um, Speaking forms a part of service. It falls underneath the same heading. So whatever you are doing, do it powerfully. Now, that might be quite an intimidating thought. Um, How do you serve powerfully if you're scared even just to get involved? Um, There are all kinds of barriers to service. And I want to speak to you about the, the different barriers and how we can overcome these barriers to service by the Spirit of God. The first one is to serve with confidence and competence instead of inadequacy. Perhaps you have looked at your life. Perhaps you have disqualified yourself. You look around at the people in the church and you think, well, I'm a class B Christian. Everyone else is a class A. I will rely on class A Christians to serve. That is not how it works. Earlier on in the same letter, in 1 Peter 2 verse Peter writes and he says, You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. There's no distinction in the New Testament between priests and lay people. The body of Christ altogether are a holy priesthood. The onus is not on individuals, as Andrew has said, on the paid staff, Andrew. Um, Lucy and Jeremy, to serve. The onus is on everyone. We are all called to serve in the body of Christ. Peter has identified you, if you are a believer here today, as a holy priest. You have full access to God. You have full access to the Spirit of God. You too can serve powerfully because he has made you competent. 
the second barrier to service that we find is, is weariness. How do you serve with energy when you live in a city like London? How do you commute to work? How do you work long hours, then commute back to work, then cook, then clean, look after your kids if you have any, and then still see your friends? When do you rest in all of that? And more importantly, how do you rest? Sleep uh, is great. Rest your body, rest your mind. Netflix, not so good. (laughs) Rests the body, pollutes the mind. How about a holiday to Europe? Sounds good. Rest the body, rest the mind. But when do you rest your soul? I've just explained to you that we are a holy priesthood. We have access to the Spirit of God. Are you allowing yourself to access that? I want to use the example of Jesus. In Luke 5, verse 15 and 16, Jesus has just healed a leper. He's told the leper not to tell anyone about him yet because his time has not yet come. Um, Let's read together. But now even more, the report about him went abroad and great crowds gathered to hear him and to be healed of their infirmities. But he would withdraw to desolate places and pray. The Son of God, both fully man, fully God, saw the need to refresh his soul by spending time with his Father. How much more then do we need to spend time with our Father? If you are a Christian here today, I want to remind you of the gospel. The gospel is not only for people who are coming to faith, people who have just come to faith, it's for all Christians. We need to be reminding ourselves daily about the gospel. Who do we serve? We need to remind ourselves that God loved us while we were still sinners. He sent his son to die for us, and he's raised us to new life. When we reflect on the power of the gospel, it changes our lives. If we allow it to sink deep into our hearts, it will energize us. It moves us to serve us. Let us not forget the importance of time alone with God. This is the only way to be truly refreshed and for our souls to be ready for powerful service. The third barrier to service is fear. How do you serve with selfless disregard when you fear what people are going to think of you? I think this is the most common barrier. I know that in my own life, when I've considered service or um, even when I am serving, the, the devil will get in my ear and he'll give me these weird thoughts. You are not a good enough representative of Christ. You do not deserve to serve God or his people. If I allow that thought to end there, I've forgotten the power of the gospel. I've forgotten the power of the cross and of the resurrection. I ask you, who do you serve? You serve the Most High God. You serve the creator of heaven and earth. You serve the author and perfecter of your salvation. You serve the lover of your soul. Whose opinion counts apart from his? Going back to 1 Peter, the second half of the verse that I read earlier, verse 5, he's just called us a holy priesthood. After that, he says, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Jesus has made your sacrifice of service acceptable. To be fearful of what others think 
is to deny the power of Jesus and his redemptive work in our lives. We serve powerfully when we remember the gospel. As I conclude, um, I just want to read verse 8 again to you of 1 Peter 4. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Love is what binds all of this together. When we love one another, we, we don't think that we're inadequate. We don't care that we're in, if we are, we do it anyway. If we love one another, we are energized to serve one another. If we love one, one another, we do not fear what each other thinks because we know that we all love one another. In my own experience, um, just preparing for this, I was obviously very nervous. Um, on Tuesday night, I was sitting down, and I was trying to write something to say to you. <laughs> and after an hour, I had about two lines, and it wasn't very good. After about an hour and a half, I started to go deep into despair. <laughs> and I concluded that Andrew has lost his mind. <laughs> no offense, Andrew. <laughs> Why on earth would he entrust me to speak to you guys when I'm clearly unqualified, I'm totally inadequate for the service? I'm so busy, I don't have the time to prepare anything for you that would even be remotely good, and you guys are going to think I'm an idiot because I never speak publicly, so I'm going to be really bad anyway. And after that thought, I realized that I'd actually just gone through all three points. <laughs> I even wrote next to one of, one of the headings, I wrote, ha-ha, because, because of how real it had actually become. This is real, guys. Satan is going to attack you. He wants to drive a wedge between you and God. He doesn't want you to spend time with God. He doesn't want you to spend time with God's people. I want to encourage you to lean in. Before Luke comes up, I just want to share two thoughts. If you are already serving here, I want to encourage you that God is faithful. We can trust him to provide us with the power to serve him. And if you are not serving, I want to encourage you to be obedient to God's call on your life, to steward your gift powerfully. If you want to just uh, close your eyes and pray with me. Father, we thank you that you are good. We thank you that you are faithful and that we can trust you, Lord. We thank you that you will empower us to serve you, Lord. We thank you that you call us to serve you. Lord, would you help us to lean in? Would you help us to give you all the glory and serve you powerfully, Lord? Because your grace is powerful. Amen.